Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Ooh, and you want the ability to adjust your loan options in real time, baby. Rocket can. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. You send the tweets, you send the hot takes. At Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. By the way, today on CBS, first round of the NCAA Tournament Basketball Championships kickoff at noon Eastern with another full day of college hoops. Today is noon. It's right now it's noon, so today is the day where you tune in. Then on Sunday and Monday, we move on to the second round. To see you'll be sitting pretty in the Sweet 16. Welcome to the madness as the first weekend on the road to the Final Four continues today, right now, and at 9 Pacific, only on CBS. I got fli- to flip over. I'm, I still got the wrestling championships on right now. Connor, hello. What's going on, Ken? I got to fli- flip over to CBS. I had all the wrestling championships on. Now we're over to CBS. We're starting it up. I'll update the scores as we go through. I'll update the scores. Patrick Ewing and the Georgetown Hoyas, who he might not be welcome. He might not be welcome at Madison Square Garden, but he's certainly welcome to beat the Colorado Buffalo coming up here in a few moments. You see how that one works? Is it Buffaloes or Buffalo? I've always got that one mixed up. Uh, Connor, I got something to tell you, and I know that Pierno is still in the studio, and I know he's not going to be happy with this. Usually, Connor, see, you're not here for top five. And so you usually – People love – I'm going to get to college basketball and I'm going to get back to Deshaun Watson coming up here in a moment. People usually love Pierno's top five way ahead of mine. Mine are always like, eh, Ken, really? It's like, yeah, it's a subjective thing. So I have to notice this because it's rare that this has ever happened, ever. There's a lot of people who are not thrilled with Pierno's top five and like mine a lot more. Really? Pierno was controversial in his top five? Pierno was, I don't know if it was, I guess it would be controversial. Uh, We had the top five finishers of all time, and mine were five through one. Spinebuster, Tombstone Piledriver, Flying Elbows, Sweet Chin Music, number one being the Stone Cold Stunner. His was Razor's Edge, CM Punk's GTS, Jake Roberts' DDT, Angle's ankle lock and Yokozuna's bonsai drop. I thought Yokozuna's bonsai drop. Wait, so I'm supposed to have the same exact five as you? What would be the point of that? That would be pointless. That would be boring. Hold on. Hold on. See, Pierno jumped back up. He's doing a run-in on the show because he's supposed to be leaving, but he's still still that upset. I'm not going to name names. I'm going to name drop without name dropping. Are you ready? A current WWE superstar has reached out to me on my cell phone. 11.55 11.55 a.m., your finish is way better, way better. 
I wrote, my God, this is such an upset. He said, I would put Rock Bottom in there instead of Spinebusters. First off, the Rock Bottom, I mean, if you're going to put one of the Rock's moves in there, it would be the People's Elbow, not the, the Rock Bottom. Oh, well, he said he said Rock Bottom. He said he put the Rock Bottom in there instead no. of the Spinebuster. People's he also misspelled out, no. there. Shouldn't be misspelling there. Uh, he said, mine are iconic. Stunner, Sweet Chin Music, Tombstone, Savages, Flying Elbow. Kids do the elbow off the couch all the time. No one is doing the bonsai drop as a kid. I didn't want to do the bonsai drop as a kid because I didn't want to be stereotypical. Well, again, it was a unique move. No one else did it. Who, who else is 600 pounds that could get away move. with that? It, it was, was unique. a unique move. The only reason I had it, like usually Twitter's Twitter and it's it's no big deal because you put it up there on your Twitter account. I I, I retweeted you as I should. No one's getting up to, from a 600 a pound man. But it's, it's, un, it's rare. Like if we do a top five concerning football, like – Bernie Kosar doesn't text me and say like da 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 da. Again, but listen, we've discussed. I have this. a WWE superstar texting me going, "Ken, your your buddy's out of line." Yeah, but I don't want to hear from the current guys because the current guys. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Well, you want to really get Woo! into it? You want to get into it? The, the the guys nowadays don't know what the hell they're doing. Wait a minute. 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 So you don't the other what what, what, what wait a minute. MJF is a guy who respects previous wrestling, historic wrestling, right? Dude, I was just I was praising the guy to you before. Okay, well there you go. So you can't. Ju- I I didn't tell you who it was. I didn't tell you who the current person was. Perhaps you're worked into a shoot twenty minutes before the segment's actually supposed to take place. Pierno, you have me all worked up now. Don't be a mark. Don't be worked into a shoot here, Pierno. You know they're not all going to be game winners. Take take the loss if that's Oh no the case. no no I'm not taking the loss. I stand by oh, my list one hundred percent. Oh okay. Okay. Fine. I don't I don't care what anybody says. Even current WWE superstars, you don't care? Uh, I would have to know who it is. I'm not telling you. Not on air. No, not on air, but I would have to know I want to know off the air and then you know whether or not I respect that person's opinion. I'm just gonna have to get to you coming up here in a bit. I can't be texting you all this stuff because I got to do the show, okay? Alright, I love you, baby. I love you too, Pierno. You're a fantastic person. I do. I really do love Pierno. And his usually beat the brakes off mine. 855-2124-CBS. We do have Worker Shoot coming up. I wanted to get to this earlier. Well, I'll get back to the Deshaun Watson stuff because there's a there's a big question that comes from that. We'll talk about it a little bit with Mike Giardi uh, at 1240 p.m. Eastern, 940 a.m. Pacific. But as we get set to watch college basketball today, I think that you need your blue bloods. You know, the new Justice League came out. I don't know about this stuff. I don't watch a lot of superhero stuff. And it's nothing again. Again, it's not a criticism. People get upset when you don't like something they like, and they take it as a criticism. It just isn't on my registry. It it hasn't been, and it never will be. I'm a, I'm a different guy in that case. I know I heard Robin Lumberg earlier today. I know Pirno was all worked up about it and excited about it. Uh, the Zack Zach Snyder cut, I don't know much. I only know that you love it. And the new Justice League came out, and I know that you guys love it. And every year, plenty of nice movies come out. Every year. We have tons and tons of great, nice movies, great stories, great storytelling, extra cinema, great extra cinematography, all this great stuff. But you love, and I know this because I, I get on the internet, I take the calls, I talk to people, I look at my phone, the whole thing, and I see things that trend like Justice League because you love that. You love Avengers, you love Captain America, you love the Mandalorian, you love superpowers. 
You love to discuss superpowers. Pay attention to the superpowers. Pay attention to the storylines and all that stuff. It's something that takes you away from real life. It's something that you can argue over. It's something that brings you in emotionally. You love the Avengers, Captain America, all those movies. Can you name what movie? I'm not talking to Pirano here because I know he probably knows. Can you name what movie won in the Oscars last year or the year before? Can we really do that? Can we name many Oscar winners? Great feel-good stories. Tales of emotion. Great dialogue. The drama, the music, so many artsy things that usually I wouldn't talk about at all or care about at all. Those are the movies that win at the Oscars. Captain America, I'm sure there's an Oscar in there somewhere. Avengers, Mandalorian, which was a TV show. Justice League, a TV show or whatever, I'm not sure. These are things that you pay attention to. You don't pay attention very closely to the Oscars. And it's for that same reason that I think college basketball, and I'm sure the ratings aren't going to be that good, and I'm not trying to rip on college basketball. It's already been, yesterday was a great Friday of college basketball. Yesterday was fantastic. We had to wait an extra day. I had a problem with it, but yesterday was a great day. Saw some saw some upsets, saw some great games, saw some overtime. Florida got taken to task. It was fantastic stuff. And we'll probably see more of it today. I'm not ripping college basketball. College basketball in its in its own place, in its niche, is still very, very good, and it still has a very passionate fan base. But a lot of movies in their niche are still very, very good and still have a passionate fan base. But the Avengers, the superhero movies, the Marvel, the DC, the whatever it might be, they're expanded to everybody. They make the most money. They bring the most people in. They have the most people talking about them. They have the most people upset and emotional with them. And it's the same reason why college basketball needs Blue Bloods and needs them at the top. They need Indiana to save their ass. They need whoever donated the $10 million to Archie Miller to donate even more money to make Brad Stevens reconsider yet again and try to go to Indiana to save Indiana. They need Mick Cronin to resurrect UCLA. They need Kentucky to be Kentucky with Calipari and the slick hair and the and the attitude that not a lot of people like. And they need a place like Duke. And I've told you the story about Duke so many times. I've been to their campus, and it was something about me. I wasn't wearing Ohio State stuff. I'm from the state of Ohio. I'm not a fan. I went to Akron. I'm not wearing anything. But there was something about me being on their campus that day. They knew I didn't belong there. I've never seen anything like it. I've been on so many college campuses in both broadcasting and as just a college student and back in high school, all over the place, all over the place. And I felt different in certain ones. I've never felt as unwelcome in a place as I did on the campus of Duke University. They knew I didn't belong. I wasn't. Duke material. They knew that I was just a sightseer and I wanted to see the tents of Shishevskyville and I wanted to see the church that they pass over as a gym. I wanted to see that type of thing. They knew I was a tourist. Maybe it was a vibe I gave off. I don't know. They were not hospitable people. And there's a natural feeling that I shouldn't like Duke as a fan. 
and there's a natural feeling that, yeah, people who love Duke are defensive of Duke to a point, and they will always, in their final defense of Duke basketball, will come after you and just say, you're just not Duke material, you don't get it, you're not good enough. And I will always say, you can say what you want to about me, but I'm not the guy who prays at the altar of a 74-year-old man who still dyes his hair jet black. But that's just me. And that's part of the fun of sports is the trash talk. And if I don't get Duke, if I don't get Kentucky, if I don't get my Blue Bloods, I'm just not as involved emotionally as what I was. Mike Corsi was on with us last segment, and he brought up the 2015 Kentucky Wildcats. I remember exactly where I was, I where I was watching that game, people I was looking at in the crowd at that basketball game when Kentucky lost. One of the greatest assemblies of talent ever when Kentucky lost in the NCAA tournament. I remember it to this moment. And it wasn't that long ago. We're talking six years ago. And I remember a lot of all the shots of Ashley Judd and all the shots of my buddy next door, all that stuff. I remember it all. Because I wanted Kentucky to lose. I wanted my friend to be upset. I didn't want Kentucky to win. I wanted him to lose. I wanted him to lose to Wisconsin. There's something about Wisconsin that I liked at that time. I wanted Kentucky to lose. And because I was emotionally connected to it, I have that memory. There's great stories in a lot of this college basketball, this in a lot of college basketball this year. Sister Jean and Loyola, it's a really nice story. I can't hate old nuns. So there's no other side. Most of sports, just like in life, is a battle of good versus evil. I can't, nobody hates old nuns. If you hate old nuns, you're either sick or you're Sean Marash. And Sean Marash is sick. So you're really, nobody hates old nuns. But they don't get your attention like Kentucky and Duke. It's the same reason when you watch the news, they spend more time on, on Biden and Putin than they do water skiing squirrels. I need my blue bloods. As much as I might not, and this might be a nice little rest from them. Hey, we're coming out of the pandemic. We're happy to have college basketball again. We're happy to have some fans again. This might be the perfect year for that because we're just happy to have it now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, right, right. But in the future, I need Coach K and Duke basketball to make fun of, to argue about, to hate their history, to hate their players, to hate their vibe, to not like that I did not feel – I did not feel any hospitality whatsoever when I went to Duke University. I need that. So I can like the stories of Mercer and Iona with Tim Kloos, not with Rick Pitino. Iona with Tim Kloos and all the other ones even more. I need that. If I don't have that, if I just have a bunch of Davids, I'm not going to watch. I need some Goliaths. And you can't count North Carolina. Everybody loves North Carolina because everybody hates Duke. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Up next, work or shoot. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Ken Carmen. CBS Sports Radio. A lot of people agreeing, by the way. Don Kilbane. Ken, same here. I stopped by Duke just to check out famous spots. Got the stink eye on campus security. Asked what I was up to. WTF, 90%. Oh, I'm not going to say that, Don. 
You almost got me there. I'm not going to say that about attractiveness. They must have a lot of people just coming to see the sights, and they don't want that. That's the only thing. And by the way, yeah, I was there just to see the sights. I, I, obviously, I'm not smart enough to go to Duke University. And I was there just to see Shashevskyville and everything that comes with it. So, yeah, there you go. So maybe, yeah, maybe they were on to something. Maybe they knew that I didn't belong there, and they're like, hey, you know what? We got students going here. We don't need you ogling everything going on. Even though I was thinking about going, my wife had a conference. I was thinking about going to a women's game that night. Just to say I got to see a game there at Cameron Indoor Arena. Indoor Stadium, sorry. You ready for this, Connor? I'm ready, Ken. We have the fabulous Mike Girardi to talk NFL coming up in just over 20 minutes. It's time for Work or Shoot. There's a saying in professional wrestling when two guys exchange words and they say they work themselves into a shoot. You guys know the terms. And if you don't know the terms, we'll find out the rules and stay with us. Work or shoot is basically true or false, except true comes after false because if I wanted to do true or false, it wouldn't be that good of a segment. So I decided to say false or true, which ends up being work or shoot. A work being false, a shoot being true. If you have trouble staying with me, well, figure it out for your own. Either way, it's time for the tour de force, which is work or shoot. Ready? Go. All right, Ken. Number one, the Washington football team has their quarterback of the future, or at least the immediate future as they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick to a one-year deal worth $10 million. This is now the ninth different team Fitzmagic will play for. And at 38 years old, Fitz was solid last year, going 4-3 and three in seven starts. So can work or shoot, the Washington football team with Ryan Fitzpatrick will win the NFC East next season. That's a work. Work. These teams, they don't repeat, right, in the NFC East? Like, I think the Eagles, right now the Eagles are deplorable. The, the Giants, I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm afraid to say nasty things about the Giants. I, I wonder if they're sitting on a powder keg. But Saquon Barkley's been hurt the last couple of years. You still have questions again across the offensive line. Daniel Jones is, is not out of the woods. Everybody loves him. I think he'd make a great running back for somebody. Uh, at least Giants fans love him. I think he'd make a great running back for somebody. I, the defense, they've gotten better. They, they did get some nice free agent pickups over the last couple of years. Dave Gettleman's done a good job in that aspect. I still say it's the Cowboys who ends up winning this division. I love Ron Rivera. I'll probably rue this. I know there's so many people who disagree with what I just said, and rightfully so, because anytime anybody picks the Cowboys, the Cowboys really should have won the division last year. I think with the moves that they made across their offensive line to free up some space, I think it'll make things a little bit easier for them. They got some decisions they have to make, and they need to continue to shore up that defense because it was probably the worst in Cowboy history last season. But even that should have put them in the postseason in that terrible division if they still had Dak Prescott. They have Dak Prescott. Prescott, I don't see that division being the beast again. I think it's going to take a couple of years for it to cycle through and become a good division. These things tend to be cyclical, with the exception of a couple of divisions. Um, I think that the Cowboys win the division in 2021. Next. All right, Ken. Number two, the Chicago Bears got their man, too. They signed veteran Andy Dalton to a one-year $10 million deal as well. And there won't be a QB competition in Chicago with Nick Foles. As Dalton said, the Bears have assured him that he is the starter next season. Last year with the Cowboys, Dalton went 4-5 and in nine starts with 14 touchdowns and eight interceptions. So can work or shoot, 
This ultimately was a meaningless move by the Bears because Andy Dalton is not a significant upgrade over Nick Foles. Oh, that, my friends, is a shoot. This, my friends, is a shoot. You bet your ass it's a shoot. I would have just rather kept Mitch Trubisky. I would have rather it just kept, and I'll tell you what. Yes, there is an affinity that I have for Mitch Trubisky. He's he's my Mitchie, and I love him, and I love his family. Don't get me wrong. That's true. But I'd rather just see if I could work it out with him another year. Andy Dalton, hey, he's a solid enough quarterback. There was one year he had, and you go back and look at that. Before he broke his hand, I want to think it was 2013 or 2015, I forget, where he had a month of October where he was an MVP candidate. Like, he was like a leading MVP candidate. People don't remember this or believe me. I'm not just drunk yet. He was a leading MVP guy, and then he broke his hand. He he was able to take the Bengals to the postseason. Andy Dalton's had a better career than what we want to give him credit for. Remember, this is a second-round pick of the Bengals. And Duke Tobin's done a pretty good job throughout most of his history with the Cincinnati Bengals, so I guess I shouldn't take that big of a hit against him. But in the history of the Bengals, that's pretty damn good. And the hornet's nest that he walked into, he had to start. I think Andy Dalton's had a pretty successful career. This isn't being nasty about Andy Dalton, but I know what Andy Dalton is now. He's a bit washed, he's a bit used up, and he's supposed to get you from point A to B. I don't know if they're trying to like revitalize some weird Josh McCown magic that they had with him a few years back. I'm not sure what they're trying to do over there, and it'll probably cost Ryan Pace's job. The only thing I can say for Ryan Pace, hey, at least you you took your shot. You, you traded up to number two. You took Trubisky. It didn't work out. This will probably cost Pace's job. This will cost Nagy his job. I'm not outraged over it. They kind of did what they did. Some people were upset because they wanted Russell Wilson and then ended up getting Andy Dalton in. When it's all rumored about Russell Wilson and you end up getting Andy Dalton, I made this joke online. It's basically like waking up Christmas morning. You open up one of the you open up one of your gifts. There's a box. It says PS5. You open it up, and it's filled with socks and underwear. If we go from Russell Wilson to Andy Dalton, and you're told you're getting a new quarterback and you get an Andy Dalton, that's that's going to be that's going to ruin your Christmas. That's going to ruin your Christmas, and that's going to leave memories forever. Because Bears fans will talk about the rumors they had for Russell Wilson. But it's hard to give up a Russell Wilson if you're in Seattle. So for the Bears, they were a playoff team last year. They built this defense. It's amazing how many good defenses the Bears have been able to build in my lifetime. I recognize this. Jim McMahon had a good stretch. Jake Cutler had a pretty good stretch. A couple other guys here and there were okay. They have not had a top-end quarterback in my entire life. Like you see, you see franchises look for franchise quarterbacks. They have not had one since well before I was born. And you go to their history, eighty-five Bears. If they had one of the other guys who were slinging it all over the country, how many more championships could they have won? I mean, you could build a great defense. They've been to the Super Bowl a couple of times. Erlocker is an incredible Hall of Famer. They've had incredible defenses in the past, and they've just never really had it offensively. Rex Grossman had that grandpa belly when I saw him last. No. And so this will probably cost him. It'll be another one of those good defensive Bears teams that just couldn't get over the hump because they didn't have the right quarterback with the exception of one year in 85, which really looks like a common across the sky. Next. All right, Ken, number three, the Seattle Seahawks re-signed running back Chris Carson to a two-year deal worth $15 million. Uh. Russell Wilson reacted to the news on Twitter by saying, quote, 
Big time. Let's go, 32. The trade should ease Russell Wilson's disagreement with the franchise, which has led to trade talks in recent weeks. So can work or shoot. Even if Seattle feels they're paying too much for a running back, they're smart to re-sign Carson, if only to keep Russell Wilson happy. Shoot. This, my friends, is a shoot. I don't want to completely bend the will of Russell Wilson. I gotta say shoot. I just don't think he's... Is he that excited to have Chris Carson back? Like, that's the deal. That's the thing that makes the deal. It's Chris Carson, not the offensive line that's been banged up. Like, I'm, I know they've made other moves. That's what I kind of want to focus on, not just Chris Carson. You get what I'm saying there? They're Connor? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, I, I guess he's just happy that they actually went and gave him money, seeing as though he's a pretty good running back, and I guess he has a good relationship with them. So what maybe was the contract it numbers again? What was the contract again? Two years, fifteen million. I mean, that's not you're not breaking the bank for that guy. That's under the that's under the franchise tag in both seasons. So I I, I think two years at fifteen million. What I'm saying is I think that people are kind of overestimating the amount of money given to Chris Carson, the amount of the amount of impact it might make on Russell Wilson. Like Russell Wilson is happier to have Carson in his backfield. Don't get me wrong, but. If he were really that upset, I don't think Chris Carson is going to make that big of a difference on the Seattle Seahawks. So while I have to say shoot, I just I don't believe it's as crazy as, well, if we sign Chris Carson, he'll stay. If we don't sign Chris Carson, he'll demand to be out. That's my point there. Go ahead. All right, Ken. Number four, the NFL struck a new TV deal this week. Ah. And Amazon Prime will now be the exclusive home for Thursday night football beginning in 2023. Also, NBC's Peacock app will have one exclusive game a year as well, so can work or shoot. It's a bad idea for the NFL to put primetime games on streaming platforms as viewership for those games will decline, possibly eroding some of the popularity of the league. Work. Work. Every decision the NFL makes seems to work out for the NFL. Every time I question the NFL on how they do their business, they prove, they've proven me wrong many, many times over. This will just turn into people buying these platforms. That's what this will turn into. Because there are fans who are fans of their teams and fans of their fantasy teams. Most people already have Prime anyway. More people have Prime than what you realize. Peacock, what's the other streaming service you might have mentioned? Amazon Prime, Peacock, yeah, okay. and then ESPN Plus. Okay, ESPN Plus as well. I'm willing to bet Paramount Plus is going to be in there at some point. Um, this will cause, if you're a big Texans fan, no, I'm not going to use the Texans right now. It's a bad example. Uh, if you're a big Bears fan, you may not, oh, I'm not going to buy Peacock. I'm not going to buy Peacock. Oh, the Bears are coming up tonight, and they have, they have a shot at the playoffs. You're going to buy Peacock. You'll buy Peacock just to watch that game, and then you'll just hold on to Peacock. I mean, that's the whole point of it. Getting, getting people to tune in to watch their favorite team. If you're a Detroit Lions, well, Lions are a bad example, too. If you are a fan of a team that has a shot to go to the playoffs there and they're playing on a random Thursday, Monday, whatever it might be, you will give that a chance. And most people just won't believe because it's it's priced so low. I mean, right now it's $4.99 or $5.99 a month for me to have ESPN+. Plus. What are the prices for Peacock? Don't they give it to you free for a while for Peacock? And then they is, is Peacock free, and then they have the advanced version or something. I think so. I yeah, Peacock. I think it's free at the beginning. Okay, so it's free at the beginning. 
you'll click in. It's something to get you to click in, and then it's just like everything else that was done in the day. It's just different for network television from what it was, where you would watch college football, and then they would immediately put something else on that they wanted you to watch, and there would be a carryover audience. We do this in basic cable. We did this in network television for years. And so now you'll go, you'll get Peacock. All right, fine, I'll get this Peacock. I'll do the 30-day free trial, whatever. And it always comes where you have to give your credit card. And so you'll end up tuning into Peacock, and then there's going to be other things. You're going to go, you know, $5.99 a month isn't bad. And then all of a sudden you're on Peacock. Works for the NFL, works for Peacock. Ends up working for you in the long run because you always feel TV's free. We always feel that way. It'll work out. So that is a work. Final one. one. Go ahead. Got to go quick. All right, Ken. Last one. The Gonzaga Bulldogs make their NCAA tournament debut later tonight. They take on 16-seeded Norfolk State. And Gonzaga enters the tournament at 26-0 and as the Vegas favorite to win the title. So work or shoot. This is the year they finally do it. Gonzaga will win the national championship and complete the first undefeated season since Indiana in 1976. Shoot. This, my friends, is a shoot. And the only reason I say it is I think it's almost impossible, but I just want to root for Gonzaga. Mark Few's too good a coach. It's too good a program. I've been talking about Gonzaga since I was a small kid. It's time. Punch it in. Get the championship. Be the first champion back after the pandemic. It's time to win. Let's go. Finish it off. Make history. It'd be a great story. Gonzaga goes wire to wire, undefeated, wins the NCAA tournament the first year after the pandemic. It'll be good for college basketball. And that's it. Right for work or shoot? Did That's job, it, Ken. Kyle. Did a great job. 855-2124-CBS. I'll dive back into the Deshaun Watson stuff coming up at 1 Eastern. Up next, Mike Giardi. We'll ask him a little bit about this and everything else in free agency as well from the NFL Network. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Right now, it's the latest sports update with Marco Belletti. This is the Ken Carmen Show. You like that, old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. On CBS Sports Radio. So far, so good for Colorado. 8.51 left to go first quarter in that game on CBS. They're up by eight, and they just got an and one over Georgetown. Five-seeded Colorado, number 12, or the 12-seeded Georgetown Hoyos. We'll update some of the scores and some of the opinions all throughout the rest of the show, and I'm sure Andrew Filipponi will give you his thoughts on all this and Syracuse basketball coming up at 2 p.m. Eastern. Right now, a lot going on with Deshaun Watson. I'll dive back into that coming up at 1 p.m. Eastern. Urban Meyer, the death of the Patriot way. Isaiah Wilson just got cut. We welcome in Mike Giardi, NFL Network. Follow him on Twitter at Mike Giardi. Mike, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Kevin. What is I, – I don't know how much we can say because I, you know, when I opened up the show, I said there's three scenarios that play out. One, this is all true. Two, this is all untrue. And another one, we have to think about it from a football standpoint when it comes to Deshaun Watson. What is the league thinking right now? They've started looking into it. We're getting a bad connection from Mike. Let's see if we can uh, let's see if we can kind of reconnect there uh, with Mike Giardi, NFL Network, and uh, get the latest with him. We'll try to call him back right now. Yeah, a couple of questions. When it comes to the question of Urban, Urban said he didn't like the uh, tampering period, which is something that I want to get definitely get into. Um, so we'll try to get Mike Giardi back and, and get what the league might be thinking about Deshaun Watson uh, coming up here, especially because I'll get to it coming up at around one o'clock Eastern. Uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, 
So I'm just waiting for it to be said into my ear. Hopefully we can get him back. If not, I'll just go into the into the thoughts of the Sean Watson stuff, but I don't want to start something and then not be able to get Mike. Also, by the way, score is 25-14, uh, up by 11 now, are the Colorado Buffaloes, which a lot of people say Buffaloes, but I don't understand why it's Hunter S. Thompson where the Buffalo roam but it's Colorado Buffalo. See, this is how we fill the time. Mike Giardi joins us right again back on the hotline. Mike, thanks for joining us again. Go ahead and tell us, because uh, you broke up there, what, what's the NFL thinking right now? I mean, they're looking into it. They have to. Obviously, you have to take the allegations seriously. Uh, I'm sure they'll have their people dig into it. And I think, you know, obviously there appears to be more forthcoming. Uh, I believe Deshaun's, or Deshaun's people are going to address this uh, in the coming week. So, you know, it's sort of a, a wait and see, but it clearly uh, casts a, uh, a cloud over him, a cloud over the potential uh, of moving him. I mean, there's, there's a lot here that, that needs to be addressed. I, you can't even I, – I, and if you're one of the teams speaking from, again, from a football standpoint, if you were one of the teams that were trying to call Houston, I know they've been steadfast publicly about, well, he's our guy, da 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 but if you were one of the teams that were calling him, it's basically you got to turn your phone off here until this is all done. But with 12 different cases, 12 different suits, I believe, this is going to take a long time to litigate, is it not? Yeah, it really is. And, it, you know, it's sort of, again, innocent until proven guilty, mm-hmm. but also taking these allegations seriously. It really flies in the face of everything that I've been told about Deshaun. I don't know Deshaun personally, but everything I've been told about Deshaun, I think when you go across the league and you talk to people across the league, I mean, he's – generally revered by 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 pretty much everyone across the board for for the kind of guy he is and the kind of person he is so it's it certainly flies in the face of uh if true it certainly flies in the face of of the things that we've we've come to know about him and uh yeah if you're if you're a team that was interested and i would imagine that if there are 20 something teams interested in deshaun yeah. watson yeah you i, I you can't I, I you have to let this thing settle i think before uh, and by settle, I mean settle down and be mm-hmm. cleared one way or the other uh, before you can pick up the phone and make that call again. I'll get to the fans' thoughts on this matter coming up at the top of the hour. got to ask you about Isaiah Wilson as well. Uh, there are some people, they they play sports, they do things because of a family pressure, maybe a reliance on them. Are we looking at a person who might have problems, or are we looking at a person who might just not want to play football? <laughs> right now it looks like both. I mean, you just go to, to what happened with him once he got drafted by uh, Tennessee last year in the first round. The DUI uh, reported of another one, uh, broke the COVID protocols multiple times uh, by being out and about, which, again, I think we, we saw how many of the players in the league and how many of the true pros said, you know, like, hey, look, if we're playing – then we have to shut ourselves in. That's just the, the price we have to pay to play the game that we love and to keep ourselves and our families as safe as, as we possibly can. And he didn't embrace any of that. I think it was pretty telling that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel at the, at the wrap-up, if you will, of their season said they hadn't talked to him since they put him on the NFL I list. And then they, once again, when we talked to him right before, well, I guess it was right before free agency, it was the same thing. And then, you know, obviously the trade happens and, um, as our Tom Pelissero reported, you know, didn't show up for workouts that he said he was going to attend, was late for his physical. I mean, there's there, there's a lot going on here with him that appears to be beyond football. And I, I, I'm just hopeful that there's someone close to him that can reach him and say, well, whether you want to play football or not doesn't really matter. But get your life under control. It seems like it's spiraling out of control for him right now. 
Mike Giardi joining us, NFL Network. Urban Meyer said that he does not like the, the legal tampering period. Not a fan. Might have looks like it, it caught him by surprise there a little bit. How steep is mm-hmm. the, the learning curve here for Urban Meyer with the Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, I mean, I think he's smart in the sense that he's really surrounded himself with some people that have already been through this. Trent Baalke, obviously, um, sort of the de facto GM there doing, doing this sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's certainly a unique thing. You you can talk to anybody you want to about it, but until you actually live through your first go-round with it, and, I mean, obviously, the legal tampering period should be wiped out. What do we, uh, the fact that people, are, when, the, when you can officially announce that all these deals get signed, there, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing um, you know, that, that, that prevents this from being out in the open. It's, it's almost like you have this, this period of 48 hours where you're trying to generate – all this interest, but bottom line is we're getting, oh, well, Patriots are going to sign John Smith and they're going to sign Hunter Henry and so-and-so, you know, it's it's silly. That whole process is silly. So I'm with him on that. Get rid of the legal tampering. Just when free agency opens, it opens. It's like, well, we, we can go to dinner and we can get to meet each other and there there's no dance of seduction anymore. It's all about money no. and how much you can offer yep. me. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It, yep. Mike Giardi joining me on the show. Now, I don't have a lot of time. I got to say this in a sensitive fashion because I know you're from Boston, okay? People get very defensive of the quote-unquote Patriot way. I say it's dead, and the only reason I'm saying it's dead is because Tom Brady's in Tampa Bay and that he Bill Belichick had to spend a lot of money on free agents. I don't know if you're going to get vets who want to play for the minimum or play for a heavy discount to ring chase anymore. To me, that symbolized more the Patriot way from the outward perspective. That's the blueprint that a lot of fans who called me on other shows wanted to follow. In that sense, and only that sense, do I think the Patriot way is dead. Mike, tell me why I'm wrong. I'm not going to tell you why you're wrong. I, th- I think in talking to a lot of people around the league over the last year, really, since since Tom left, and then you know you sort of have these formations of other teams, Josh Allen on the rise in Buffalo the year they had. We obviously know what KC has built with Pat Mahomes, the quarterback, Green Bay gets to the, the final four with Aaron Rodgers. And in talking to players, just players, not even front office people, the, the general consensus is, look, there's four or five guys in this league that can do whatever it takes, however it needs to be done, to get you into the big game or get you competing for the big game at quarterback. And I think the Patriots obviously had the luxury of having maybe the best one ever for 20 years, and so many guys would just buy into that or, hey, we'll take a little less or he, his ability to elevate some of those players that maybe just were average guys that ended up having pretty good careers in New England or pretty good stints because they had a quarterback like him throwing them the football. And I think you're kind of seeing that to a degree. I think, look, free agency is kind of a different animal when you're young and you're going to get that big check. You know, if you're a Curtis Samuel or you're a Corey Davis, you know, you're just going to go where the money is. And I don't, I don't blame you. You know, you got, you got to cash in when you can. But it's that, that second contract, that third contract, the guy that's 31, 32 and hasn't won a lot of football games, if he prioritizes winning, then you, those are the teams you're looking at. Those are the teams you say, you know what, okay, maybe I can get $5 million here, but I'll take three to go play with Rodgers. Or I can get $8 million here, but I'll take four to go play with Mahomes. And if you really care about winning – then to me, that's really the way to do it because I think we've seen all this turnover in the league with all these quarterbacks. The the it's all because everybody thinks they got to find a better one, 
And but there's a few teams that have the better one, and you're you're all chasing them, and that's where I think you you see the sort of difference, and why I would say I'm not going to discount. He was a big part of the quote unquote Patriot way. And we know it's a very very busy weekend, Mike. We thank you very much for the time. Hopefully, we, it sucks that we had such a bad connection there at the beginning. Hopefully, we can get you again very soon. All the best, my friend. Same to you, Mike Giardi, NFL Network. Follow him on Twitter at Mike Giardi. 855-212-4CBS. At some point here in the final hour, I will get to the death of the Patriot way. That absolutely happening. But you're starting to see this, and I I, I think that you're you, – well, you're not starting to see this. You saw this over this last week. Is with this NFL salary cap, the wide receiver market with the exception of Curtis Samuel, the running back market. I mean, some people are going to say, oh, my gosh, how could you pay so much for Chris Carson? Is it two-year? What, what was the contract? $15 million, Connor, for Chris Carson? something in that neighborhood. So you're paying less than the franchise tag on both those years for Chris Carson. I guess you could say with the with the exception of those guys, you're watching NFL teams do what we all did back in March. Last March of last year, where it's, hey, we're going to be inside for a minute. Things are getting tight. Some of us are being put on, on waivers right now. We got to go out. We got to get our essentials. The NFL's paid big money to Trent Williams, to offensive linemen, to cornerbacks, secondary players, guys who play in the secondary, pass rushers, essential players to help you win. Wide receiver, running back, linebacker, not as much. They're going for the essentials. A year later where their cap is structured, just like we were going at it a year before. 855-2124-CBS. Up next, how Deshaun Watson could change sports forever. Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.